This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We had a blast yesterday here in the Hammer at the uh, the Ticats game, Labor Day Classic. Unfortunately, Ticats didn't win, but uh, the pregame was amazing. You gotta give it to the people of Hamilton; they know how to do it. Mm-hmm. In Canada, the tailgating uh, can pale in comparison to a lot of sporting events down in the United States, but not in the Hammer. They do it right. Shout out to everyone who was in Lot E yesterday. That's where I was with the Gray Man. My my son was with me and we had a great time got to uh, give a special thank you to john harkins who kind of was my guide my tie cat sherpa yesterday he's a huge super fan he got me some tickets right down close to the field for me and the boy and and he uh, walked us through the tailgate site in lot e now jim you had a little different experience you went to a pre-game house party i did and it was right beside Tim Hortons Field. If you've never been here before, it's right in the middle of a residential area. So this was right by Gate 5. There's a lineup forming. People are kind of milling about out there. And this party was bumping. There was a band, two guys, two-piece, on this mobile truck that was a mobile stage. Shout out to... uh, main stage rehearsal that's how i met the guy there who, who owned the 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 stage itself and so here's me uh meeting the owners who reached out to us uh, like a week ago taz and said you know this is where you got a party we hear you're coming to hamilton this is the spot for the pregame here is jim talking to phil and mandy okay here we are with the man himself tie cats legend super fan phil phil thanks for the invite buddy no problem my friend you guys anytime anybody wants to come here they're more than welcome it's a great time man let's go tie cats today we got a special guest hey mike special guest so who owns this place right there this is the young lady here yeah and this is your place yes it is did you buy it specifically because it's so close to tim horton's field well that was a major buying factor let me tell you so how long you been a tie cats fan for oh gosh at least 22 years <laughs> so you always have a pre party before labor day classic or every game uh, no, not every game. I don't think people around here like that too much. But uh, Labor Day, we try to kick it up a bit. So how do you pregame before a Ticats game? How do the pros do it? How do you get ready for a big game? Well, I start ripping her up, snapping beers, you know. And the rest time? Of, I don't know, 9.30 when I got here, so quarter to 10. Let's go. Reefers, let's go, Ticats! Woo! Ready for this? What makes the Hamilton Ticats such a fun game to watch and make? What makes the crowd so great with Hamilton? Because we never have a problem with the crowds. They're always friendly. There's no uh, disruptions. It's always been good. Partying hard, but not uh, not fighting or anything like no, that. No, absolutely. Well, once in a while, you get an entertainment <laughs> like that, but. It, it happens. It Whatever. does. It does. Oh. <laughs> he just got finished talking well, about how. Well, well. Okay, there's a couple fights. You know, when you start snapping up beers at 9 a.m., <laughs> the occasional fisticuffs are bound to happen. It's good entertainment. It's all fun. Yeah, you know, I heard a rumor that uh, the band invited the special guest up on stage. Do we have some audio coming up of Jim performing at the Ticats tailgate yesterday? 100%. I was the hype man. And you went over to the guys and said what? Well, there was another guy who walked up and just randomly sang ACDC with them, and I was like, oh, I didn't know this was like a karaoke thing. So I said, hey, their names were Mike and Murphy, shout out, in a band called Devil Witch. And I said, "Uh, can I get up and start hyping the crowd up? Because the... The lineup is right there. There are hundreds of people, maybe 50 feet away from me. So I hopped up there and tried to get the crowd going a little bit. All right. This is Jim with the name of the band again? 
Uh, uh, Devil Witch. Devil Witch. Shit. Shit. Let's go, Tim. fans, let's hear you out there. Woo! <laughs> Argo suck. Argo suck. They're playing the trumpet. Crowds gathering, guys. People are feeling they got their attention. release that as a single the argo suck remix <laughs> we will suck you wait no no that's no. not, not we'll, we'll work on that this is the taz and jim podcast a friend of ours on the show here we were talking last week about the uh, run that serena williams was on at the u.s open you know she was exceeding expectations how far would she go well we found out friday night she was eliminated and my buddy Dave Strano was down there with his wife Joanne, bought tickets months ago for the U.S. Open of Tennis. And didn't know what matches he was going to end up at and who, who he would see at those matches. And Strano, you ended up seeing Serena's final match ever. Is that pretty awesome or what? Yeah, it was amazing. Um, not as amazing as getting woke up at 7 a.m. this morning instead of 7.30 Luckily, I only had to put my underwear on to get on the show, but uh, <laughs> that happened. Yeah, uh, you feeling a little rough after uh, three, four days in New York, Dave? That extra half I, hour would have made the difference, huh? I think so. I, 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 as you know, my son Joey there he goes to school with Grace and your son, and uh, we're lucky that they had a PD today. Teachers needed another one out there, another day. That's right, because some parents also needed an extra day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tell us, we were talking about what these tickets were going for. Like, uh, before you went to the game, was there any debate about possibly scalping the tickets once you found out Serena was going to be playing in the match? I mean, at the end of the day, you, you're thinking about the money, but... Uh... It was pretty pretty lucky that we were going to get to see her, her potential last match or something into the next uh, Sweet 16 there. Um, it was electric in there. There wasn't anything better than, than what we saw that day at Arthur Act. But did you have a number in mind? Like, was it get it? Did you know how much they possibly would have been worth? Did you debate it with your wife? Well, I'm going to... It was 1800 So 700 each, or 700 American each, 750 yeah, so. how about That's not enough? What if I look up uh, tennisupdate.com and they said uh, the StubHub seat in section 101, uh, the seats were going for as much as $48,500. Now do you regret not selling? <laughs> <laughs> well, we were in the nosebleed, so. Uh, okay, okay, so that's a bit different. They weren't in the yeah. 100. Okay, you're not that. <laughs> You're not crushing it that much. Uh, I know I'm not that I'm not that elite. Uh, my <laughs> wife was using her binoculars as well. So, Classy though. Uh, 
had her in a box, back pocket. <laughs> Any celebrity sightings with those binoculars? Because we, we've seen uh, the, the week leading up, there was a lot of uh, big names going to these games. Yeah, so we did see Steve Nash, who's nice. not that big a deal, but he had the short shorts on uh, outside of the match. And then uh, we had Russell Wilson and, and his wife, as well as uh, uh, Sa- Saquon Barkley was there as well. And uh, Opa's best friend was there as well, which is really Gail? cool. I'm really that. Yeah, Gail. <laughs> cool. Hey, it's Oprah's best friend. Oh, <laughs> sure there she would have loved that, Strato. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what outside of Serena? Any, any big highlights? What else you guys get to see at the U.S. Open? Uh, well, we we saw Chapo play. That was probably one of the most electric uh, matches I've ever seen. It went to tiebreak in the last set. He was amazing. It was too bad he lost. Uh, he was playing some great tennis. Uh, I mean, just I've never seen live tennis before. So the things coming out of these guys' mouths are pretty hilarious. Uh, they're just yelling at their coaches, which is. I don't know how they think they're going to get any better by just yelling at their coaches, but I guess they got to yell at someone. <laughs> so we're not hearing that on the TV feed. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's actually really cool. It's actually really, really cool. And we were we were pretty close, but that was only a 7,000-person stadium, so we're pretty elite uh, to see the Canadian there. <laughs> yeah. And i, I got to tell you something. That was your first time seeing live tennis? I I might make it my last time because I don't know how you're going to top Serena Williams's <laughs> last match of her career. I don't think that I don't think we are either. So we're going to probably do badminton next year. A little squash. Uh, thank yeah, you, Dave Strano. Glad you had a, a fun time and a safe trip. Thanks for letting us know what it was like at the U.S. Open this weekend. Are you brave enough to let me see your big cock? Here we go. With Devin Peacock, who's in London, Taz and Jim. We are in Hamilton. Hopefully, this works. Dev, do you read us? I do not hear Dev. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I read you guys. I'm here. I'm just, I'm just hiding. <laughs> yeah, Dev, come out from under the table, buddy. <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Uh, had uh, my uh, nephews, the family, come down. Uh, it was a good. Uh, it was a good weekend. We uh, played in the pool. I saw that your nephew did some artwork for you. Uh, are you really going to hang that in your house? Uh, I uh, I'll, I'll keep it for a little bit. <laughs> Is it not good, Taz, or what? No, it's it's kid artwork, and I have the same problem because my my daughter's coming home from daycare with like some new piece of art every second day. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the birthday card thing. It's like how long do you keep a birthday card out of courtesy before you throw it in the garbage? Forty five minutes. <laughs> There's a couple of them. I'm sure we'll keep forever. But we're getting a, a large influx of uh, finger painting right now. <laughs> Just more than we need. <laughs> uh, let's go to baseball here, Dev. Uh, you're a Blue Jays super fan. Uh, what's it looking like for the wild card here? It's looking really good for the Blue Jays right now. I mean, Bo Bichette hit a home run in three straight at-bats uh, yesterday against the Baltimore Orioles. They were uh, playing a doubleheader against the Orioles. They swept the doubleheader. They swept the weekend against the Pirates. They are getting hot at the absolute right time, and there's an outside chance that they could even win the AL East. Now, that's unlikely. However, 
However, the New York Yankees in July had a 15-game lead in the division. That's now down to five games. You've got the Rays just slightly ahead of the Blue Jays, but the Blue Jays have games remaining against the Yankees, the Rays, and the Orioles, all the teams they need to be playing and beating to get to the playoffs. So they've been kind of going back and forth a little bit, you know, in the second half of the season. They're starting to get hot, and the fact that Bo Bichette in particular is starting to get hot with his bat, and yesterday was extremely hot, is a really good indication because if you have him complimenting uh, Vlad Guerrero, you know, Teoscar's being a bit uh, cold for a little bit in parts of the second half, if they can have some of these guys who are monsters last year find their form again in September going into October, they're in really good shape. Oh, Boba shit. I was already super jealous of the guy. The sickest flow in the game. <laughs> and now he's just crushing it. <laughs> he's also good at baseball. Man, is there anything he can't do? Pretty awesome. But era, even huh? smashing those home runs in the rain, too. Like, that's yeah. not an easy feat. Three back to back. The hair was looking even greasier than oh, usual yeah. with, the, with the rain. The wet, like flipping. <laughs> Taking the helmet off and flipping the hair back like a shampoo commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you, coaching baseball uh, this past summer, there's a lot of kids who are going at the Bobachette flow oh, these yeah, days. Yeah. Time. It, it's a hot look right now. And as you said, he's a hot player. Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. On the weekend, you had the first of two Taylor Hawkins tribute concerts. The late drummer of the Foo Fighters. His rock and roll friends got together and guaranteed they did him proud, man. It was a spectacle. I was fortunate enough to remember to uh, log on to YouTube, Jim, and and I watched the uh, the stream, and it was pretty emotional, dude. Seeing everyone up there, and no doubt the uh, the the speeches that Dave Grohl made were amazing. The, the stars were incredible. You had Paul McCartney performing with Grohl. You had uh, uh, our boys from Rush with the Foo Fighters. There was one point where Brian Johnson from ACDC came out Mm. singing Back in Black and Let There Be Rock with Lars Ulrich from Metallica on drums Mm. with the Foo Fighters alongside them. Like some pretty big names, but the moment that everyone is talking about, he's the uh, the guy that wrapped up the show. They brought out 16-year-old Shane Hawkins, Taylor's son, to uh, get behind his dad's drum kit. And boy, oh boy, if you didn't get a little choked up, there's something wrong with you here. Listen to this. We have uh, one more drummer that's going to come up and play with us tonight. He's a member of our family. He needs to be here tonight with all of us. Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Mr. Shane Hawkins on the drums. Shane starts this song. It was not holding back. He was beating the hell out of those drums. And it was just such an incredible cathartic moment it looked like for Shane for the band and definitely fans of Taylor Hawkins another show coming up in Los Angeles listen to this kid go
This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Taz and Jim, good morning. We are live in the Hammer. <laughs> We're in Hamilton. Yesterday, we, we went to the Labor Day Classic. Then we went out, and after we got settled at our Airbnb, Jim, mm-hmm. we went out and grabbed ourselves a little din-din and some beverages at the Westtown Bar and Grill. Yeah, a good spot. Shout out to the staff there. Bumping on a Monday night. There was a lot of Ticats jerseys in there. It is amazing the, the vibe difference between your team winning and your team losing, though. Yeah, especially when it's raining out. <laughs> it's like a slow march away from Tim Hortons Field. You got the face makeup running now. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Right. Yeah. You're drinking for a different reason, not to celebrate, but to drown your sorrows. It, it was still fun. It was. A, we, we had a great night, but Jim and I were sitting in, a, in the booth there, and I remembered that I had my fantasy football draft starting at 7 p.m., and I looked at you, and I'm like, Jim, what do you think? Should we uh, do this live, or should I just set it to auto-pick? Which means that the computer just picks the next best available, best available player, and you kind of roll the dice. And because we were kind of footballed out by that point, we decided to go with the auto-draft. <laughs> and I have received an email from the NFL Fantasy app. Okay. Built around a stacked receiving core, Taz expects to prove himself this season. Draft grade, so they give you a grade, like a report card, A being the best. Yeah. I got a C. Oh, boy. Projected record for the season in fantasy football this year, 0-14. and 14. Oh, is that good? No. <laughs> And projected finish 12th out of 12. How is that a C? That's an F, bro. That's a major F. (laughs) Not a single win could not be more of an F. I I think it's kind of like when the teacher knows you tried and doesn't want you to feel too bad. Yeah, C for effort. Uh, So, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have done the auto draft last night. Yeah, but I mean, you never know how. Like, did you even look over the roster or just get the grade? <laughs> no, I saw this and I. Uh, before Thursday night, I gotta check out who's on my team, but yeah. I have no idea at this point. Well, like I said it before, it can't be a Cinderella story if you're set to win. So, I like that attitude. Yeah, there you go. Let's go. This is the Taz, Taz and Jim podcast. Jim, good morning. We are live in Hamilton. Yesterday, we went to the Tie Cats game, the Labor Day Classic. And we just gave away a bunch of lotto tickets. Uh, trying to win some big money tonight with the Lotto Max uh, jackpot yesterday at the Tie Cats game. Boy, that 50 50 sure got up there, Jim. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It just kept on climbing. Did it get to 80000 Where was it? It was over $80,000. Buddy. And check this out. This is what happens when it's your first time at a game like this. Jim and I, in the third quarter, quarter went to buy our 50-50 tickets and we lined up at the booth and obviously it is going to be a bit of a lineup. It's over $80,000 that somebody was taking home. Um, and we waited in line. I had my son with me and he's whining, wants to go get pizza, whatever. And so it was not a fun experience standing in that lineup. <laughs> Maybe for five about, minutes plus. Yeah. yeah, for about eight minutes or so. And uh, we get up. We're two people away from the booth and the guy says, sorry, they shut it down. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we were right there. So close. Oh, man. And then I walked to the next guy. Because you went the other way. I went the other way. And uh, I go, there was another guy still 
making tickets. I go, are you still selling 50-50s? And he goes, still? Oh, did they shut it down? Oh, we're done too. And everybody in that line goes, oh! Come on, you ruined it for all those I people. I did, sorry. Oh, boy. Well, I, I try to think of it as it's not like we missed out on $80,000. We saved probably $100. With that attitude, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only way you can think about it, or you're, you'll drive yourself nuts. Congratulations, though. Can you imagine what a oh day that would be? I bet you there was a few CFL players who had their money in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Early retirement, baby. <laughs> Why would you? Are players eligible? That uh, 50-50 was up there yesterday. Should we play a quick one of these? We were talking sure. to people yesterday um, while we were tailgating and at the at the big game. And this one, I just you sent me this clip. It says British fly people. What does that oh, mean? Oh, so that's a weird title, but they just looked fly. I don't know how else to describe it. They looked like you know Will Smith in his prime in the 90s they had like the full jogging suit and it had these weird like Bangladesh tigers on them and then they had the gold chains the big H with the hammer on it okay. these people were decked out they were the styling yes yeah, so you can see the video of them on our Instagram page there's a bunch of super fans there but yeah they were styling profiling okay let's hear what they sound like you guys are the flyest people in the crowd tonight <laughs> There's I, a whole lot of us down right? in 101 there. Yeah, there's like five of us. Hell yeah. Are you guys you guys are part of a crew or what? Yeah. Section 101 crew. We're here every game. We're always here. Season ticket holders, it's the best. Where do you get, I have to describe these things. They're tiger. They almost look like, I don't tigers know. Tigers ta- toucans. What's that? Tigers and toucans. Did that come from Thailand? Where did you guys get these? It's not South Pacific Mall. We just found them on our own Amazon, baby. G-style, US, USA G-style suits. You guys are G. You got the gold necklaces, you got the big A's, the hammer. You know it. What keeps you guys coming back to the Ticats games? The people, I guess, so more fun. so the fans. Yeah. So fun. Yeah, and it's just That's fun. We don't have anything else in Hamilton, right? We got the Bulldogs, we got the Ticats. This isn't Toronto. This is what we got. You guys originally from Hamilton? Of course, born and raised. Hi, Not man. these guys, We're though. We're from England, all the way from England. What's from the UK, yeah. What are you guys doing in Hamilton? We've lived here for three years now. What do you think? Love it. It's the best. In your face, Britain. Oh, yeah. Suck <laughs> it, Queen Lizzie. <laughs> You're getting disowned. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. You, you live classy in Britain for your entire yeah. life. You move to Hamilton three years later. Suck it, the Queen, Queen Lizzie. <laughs> Now it makes sense. There's the British fly people from the game yesterday. (laughs) This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. 